This is Shuffle, your backstage pass to Northeast Ohio's independent music scene. I'm Amanda Rabinowitz. My guest this week is Cleveland rapper, singer, and multi-instrumentalist Marcus Smith. He's been making music in Northeast Ohio for about 20 years. And after a tumultuous few years when he nearly quit music altogether, he's out with a new eclectic album that's some of his best songwriting to date. 32-year-old rapper and singer Marcus Smith spent summers as a teenager learning a new instrument from YouTube. In high school, his hip-hop group Black and Broke started out recording parodies of songs from the radio, emulating one of his idols, Weird Al Yankovic. I feel like he doesn't take himself seriously, and that's what I that's what I like about my music currently. It's just it's not emotionally draining all the time, but for the most part, it's very fun, and I just explore a lot of genres, and I think Weird Al is really good at that. Then he started writing parody songs of his own, like the crowd favorite, Sandwiches. It's such a crowd favorite. We'd end the show with it because people love it so much. Classics like cheese and bologna, white bread, mayonnaise, and tomato. That's so me. Ham, maybe turkey, but never pepperoni. You say you've got the perfect sandwich. Well, show me. I hit the deli, gotta get in my way. I just love the humor, and actually, like, it made me hungry. So it's like, <laughs> then it's doing its yeah, job. It's like, you need to sell this and, like, make this. Some sort of company would I'm, want this. I am working on it. I am working on it. <laughs> but I love that humor side to to a lot of your music. And um, in 2019, I know that you put out your debut solo album. At what point did you decide you wanted to go off and try and make this work on your own? I would say I was kind of forced into it. So 2015, the band was going strong. Our guitarist, Gabe, got a really good opportunity to go out to Portland. One of our vocalists, Idris, he moved out to California. And then we're like, let's let's call it quits. You know, at that point, I had been doing music 10 to 12 years. So I started working on just a random collection of songs. I put out two EPs in March of 2019. I had gotten laid off from my job. I just had all this free time. So that turned into NILA, which stands for Now I'm Living Life Again, because 2013-ish, I went through a bad, bad bout of depression. It just felt like everything culminated in 2018 when I got married. Like, that was the the high point of everything that NILA is kind of based around. One of my favorites is a song called Keswick. Um, that's the name of the street me and my mom grew up on in Shaker Heights. There's audio clips at the beginning and end of my grandparents because I used to have a little tape recorder when I was a kid and I would just go around and recording them. Oh, okay, well go ahead, talk I was seated on Keswick, sprouted on South Boulevard, then I fully bloomed Ledge Road, Macedonia, homie, I grew up on bread and beef and You did a follow-up to that, um, an EP called Milky Way Lover in 2020. Yeah. Summer 2019, I found a job. I was working for an accounting firm, and everything was going great. Pandemic hits. And so I just started scribbling down songs throughout. Before I knew it, I had four songs. Everybody has their pandemic story, but... It seems like in 2019 and 2020, you were building and building and building. Mm-hmm. Did you have a moment where it just kind of all went down? So, yeah, end of 2019, I did a show downtown. 
I had practiced for days, for weeks even. Three people showed up. One of them was my mom. <laughs> you know, I'll I'll give the same performance for three people that I would for 300 because that's just my work ethic, I guess. But, you know, it's still disheartening. That was my setback. And then Milky Way Lover came in 2020, and I felt, you know, I could do this, but there was still no venues that were doing shows at that point. But early 2021... Uh, one of my favorite artists, Asher Roth, he put out a tweet. If any of my fans or friends want to collaborate, um, we're getting together on this platform called Discord. We started working on this thing. He would post an acapella of him rapping or singing, and then producers could take that, produce an instrumental around it. We'd all vote on which one we thought was best. And the goal was to take the 20-week sessions, pare it down into an album, and release it about nine weeks in he made a prompt okay vocalist this this time it's for you write a verse about being impatient before the stream was over i had my verse written i presented it to him like maybe 20 minutes after the stream ended i think i was the first one to get a placement on that album just isn't my definition of fun if i can't get it in a minute like my burger and bun i feel i'm wasting life away just sitting out in the sun i guess i'm more of a consumer than you order go to geeks here's a comprehensive list of what i can do in 12 weeks learn coding cure my own baloney run a solid campaign to gain my first tone. and that kind of opened the doors for it to evolve from just an Asher Roth project to this community contributing uh, vocals, beats, singing, any kind of production, artwork, like everything. It's a, it's a really cool community. In 2021, you were selected as one of three inaugural artists in residence at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where you got to spend the summer working with some big names in the industry, including popular musician Ben Folds, learning about songwriting, performing, and marketing. One of the best summers of my life. It, it was just weird to go from wanting to step away from music to being fully immersed in it within six months or less. What happened after that experience? So I ended up leaving my full-time job. So I got a customer service job and left my full-time job for a part-time job with no benefits. At the Rock Hall? At the Rock Hall. And then I got promoted to their membership department. Um, so that's where I'm at currently. And you started working on your music again. Yes. With the Asheroth Project, the instrumentals that didn't get picked, I would go through each week and say, oh, I like that one. Oh, I like that one. And then if it didn't get picked, I'd get in contact with the producer and say, can I have it? 40 to 50% of the album happened that way. Another couple were songs that I started writing a while back and kind of repurposed. Day So tell me about the album. It's called Unique Melange. The title comes from a conversation I had with Ben Folds during the Resident Rocker program. He said, you have a unique melange of sounds and styles. A lot of my closest friends are on there. A lot of friends I've made through the Discord server. It's my time to live. Take me through some of the songs. Ambiguous Specificity, 
That one features one of my absolute favorite guitarists, Dasashi from Gym Class Heroes. I messaged him not thinking he would respond. He loved the idea, he loved the demo. Wow. The rest is history. There's a very powerful song on the album called Copper Tone that you wrote following the 2020 George Floyd police killing in Minneapolis. Talk about that process. It started off as a song that I was writing to an unborn child because we were talking about possibly having kids, me and my wife. And when all of that stuff went down, the presidency was up in the air. We're like, this is not a great world to introduce a child to. So it's like, let me write a song to a kid, like reassuring them that everything, there is bad in the world, but everything will be okay. But as I continued writing, more and more of my anger on the issue came out. The song as a whole ended up being a letter from me to me. Look, the black experience isn't written down in your college books. Got me shook. Feel I'm living on time. That's being brought. If I was a hashtag, would you still say my name tomorrow? Please don't cry. It's gonna be You must be really proud of this album. I am so proud of this album. I I just keep thinking back to that point where I really didn't want to do music anymore. And I think about how different my life would be currently and how much I wouldn't want that. <laughs> how do you feel now about performing? You know, you talked about that very traumatic experience with three people showing up. Mm-hmm. How do you feel now? It was something I had to come to the realization, but I am a performer. I'm never going to not perform. To be in the mindset to do it again is a blessing. You went from a pretty dark place to a hopeful one. Yeah, that, that is the perfect way to describe it. Thanks so much for being here. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. That's Marcus Smith. You can find links and more episodes at ideastream.org shuffle. And if you like what you hear, make sure you're following the podcast. Leave us a rating or write a review. And you can always reach out to us with thoughts and ideas at shuffle at ideastream.org. We'll be back in two weeks with Cleveland blues singer and guitarist Austin Walken Kane, who shares his new album, Muscle Shoals. Brittany Nader is Shuffle's producer. I'm Amanda Rabinowitz. Thanks for listening.